0: Hello and welcome to the latest. This is the Music Meets podcast. I'm delighted to be joined by Benji, Joe, and Ollie, who are from the mighty Locking, a band that we, this is the music, have backed from the very beginning. Lads, welcome back to the This is the Music Meets podcast, and thanks very much for coming back on. How are you all doing?
1: Thanks, Mark, for having us, Mark. Yeah, all good, mate. How you been?
0: Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Enjoying the um, the weather that we've had the last few like of the weekend and that nice, nice down here. And in- I see you got a nice town in that. <laughs> yeah, well, advantage of not having any air, mate. <laughs> 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 so um, we're obviously going to come on and, and sort of talk all things lock in, um, in a little bit. Um, but obviously, as you know, uh, this is the music we like to sort of shine a light on on bands like yourselves. You know, new music. Um, you know bands that are rising up, you know, you know, rising up through the scene, effectively. So, kind of like since we chatted or just over like a year ago on the podcast, who, which bands from that sort of, you know, the new music scene have been, you know, you've been going, yeah, I, I like the sound of them. i you know, ones, ones for me to keep an eye on, type thing. Um, I know
1: I've been listening to a lot of a band called The Delights or Delights. Um, started off with their tune sometimes lately. Probably about a year ago, actually, but only sort of in the last six months. Been proper getting into them, and we got to meet them at um, Great Escape Festival, sound lads, and uh, yeah, no, just digging their sound really. Proper jangly, sort
0: of thick melodies. They're really good, really good. Nice, nice. sounds promising. And Joe, how about yourself?
2: Um, I, don't know, I just listen to absolutely everything at the moment. I, just, every, I think to be fair, in the last year or so, Ben just probably got me into the Aussie, the Aussie sort of scene, and um sort of rum bank rum jungle and sticky fingers and spacey jane and then we um band called planet which we also met at um great escape festival and we we got the opportunity to support them a few weeks ago in hartford um and they're really really nice dads they've just got an album come out um, and that's a really good album um so yeah i'm really really digging that sort of thing at the moment which is which is pretty cool nice and what and what about
0: you on it it's similar to joe it's
3: just very much been um just sort of just exposing ourselves to everyone, getting a chance when we go and play gigs, just getting to know other bands. And it's actually, you allow yourself to discover so many of these up and coming bands in a similar situation to us, just wanting to break through and have a lot of music. Um, there's one band in particular, uh, Blondes I've been listening to. Um, they're good. Um, got it, cause I was a great skate festival. I didn't get the chance to go all weekend cause I was working. Um, but I think they played, Think it was the same day as us. I was going to miss them, but yeah, Blondes are ones that I've been sort of keeping under the radar as well. Just listening to, sort of quite often as well. It's all good. We
1: like the native as well. They're another, yeah. another band that we, we've been rating a lot. They're doing really well. But yeah, loads of bands really, aren't there? At the yeah, minute, had yeah, a back
0: Yeah, definitely. There's um, it's an exciting time for um, guitar bands. I think it's probably like the only only positive really. I think that came out of um, out of COVID and that obviously was that the fact that you know, guitar band, sort of, I guess, got a bit more attention and were able to, you know, rise, uh, rise again, so to speak. Um, So one of the things I want to go back to, um, obviously, last July, um, and I know this would have meant a hell of a lot to you because obviously you are massive West Ham fans. You got involved in the kit launch. um, And obviously, um, so what was that like then for you, you getting involved in that and... um, you know, being being part of something special, especially obviously after the um, the great season that we had last year?
1: I think just, there's no words to describe it really, off the back of that, like, and I've been away with West Ham a fair bit this season. I was went to Leon and Frankfurt and just like the response off the West Ham fans and I've made loads of friends off the back of that video as well. And it's nice that even away from the band, the fact that we did that has, has made me sort of, you know, some, some great opportunities, you know, I met some great people. So, yeah, it's just it's been class, really.
0: And, uh, and how about you, Ollie? Was, um Did it sort of live up to, um, to expectations for you?
3: Oh, definitely. I think the, the kit that we had last season, or the season just gone, um, was definitely sort of a step above, I think, what we've had in some recent times. And it was nice to be a part of, like, almost a, a new wave of, of kit and West Ham in a sense, with a new wave of music, it's nice to sort of combine the two—the sort of quite fresh kits with quite hopefully fresh music, which we like to create. And it was nice to just be involved. And I've had people that I I know of, and they know of me, messaging saying or seeing me out and about saying, I "Can't believe that West End video." Even even now, when it's coming up to the new season, still saying, I "Can't believe you did that West End video last year." It's like it's like I don't realize how many people actually saw it. It's definitely been a buzz for us, and I think it's definitely allowed us to expose ourselves to demographic that we we're all part of because we're all young lads we all like football we're all West Ham fans and it's nice to be able to sort of be involved with what we love and especially being West Ham fans it's nice to be a part of the club.
0: Yeah, yeah. Definitely. yeah definitely and um, I don't know if you remember that do you remember the, um, sort of the first year or so when we moved to the um, the Olympic Stadium they did that market launch thing with that that rap comedian rapper thing. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. I I unfortunately went, and it's about an hour of my life. Or so that I've still not got back. Uh, it was it was truly horrific. So at least I went with something quality this last time around. Anyway,
1: shocking, shocking. But to be fair, I mean, I'm glad we were part of a kit launch for actually a nice kit because this season I'm not a big fan of this season's one. But uh, it's a bit different, isn't it?
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm not liking the. Um, the, uh, with the stripes on the on the yeah. shoulders
3: but um, hey at least you're I think, one, I, but... I think it definitely looks better on on the players than it does just seeing it in person or if you're wearing it out about it yeah, like a a whole yeah as part of a whole kit it's nice but I think the individual elements are a bit bit up a bit ropey <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well you won't be getting the gig this year after that comment mate <laughs> 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 you've <gone. laughs> So um, obviously new music, um, obviously released two singles this year so far, uh, Insecure um, and Van Dross. Um, so what can you tell us about the, t- about the two tunes? Um,
1: insecure, I think the tagline, just another boy from a town called Sorbo sort of rings the most out of that song bringing it back home to where we're from was something important, especially making a music video with some close friends of ours um, at our home, the Queen's, which we seem to be mentioning a lot in our songs. Obviously, No Time to Decide as well. Obviously, says Meet Me Down, Queen's. Um, you've got to bear in mind that I work there, or well, still do, sort of, and Sam works there, or tries to, and he does like two shifts a week. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's we say that's our hub in Sorbo. And uh, so it's nice to you know bring it bring it back home with these lyrics. But yeah, Vandross is it's the new real, the new era of shoons as well, which is class.
0: Yeah, no, definitely, and and obviously um, you mentioned Queens there, and obviously you recorded the video for um, for insecure there, which uh, which looked like a lot of fun. Uh, to be honest, would would that be a, a pretty fair and sort of accurate um, assessment of, of that video?
3: I'd I'd definitely say so it's something that we um, I don't think any of us have been involved in a music video before I know I mean people probably have had input where they've been in something before but to have it all centered around us it was a new experience for all of us and do it to do it about in our home which well our hub our home such a something that we've created it's just it was just a new experience and it was just something we definitely like to do again and again and again and hopefully bigger and better next time and, and time again So it was definitely good fun.
0: Great stuff. And, and obviously just, just there on, on the singles. Um, it's sort of evident to me, obviously, someone who's who's been, you know, listening to you from well from the first release, really. Um, but obviously, like the band sound has obviously like evolved. But for me, it's still, yeah, straight away, that's instantly recognizable. That's that's locking as soon as soon as it comes on. So do you feel like personally that your sound has evolved? Um, and if yes, kind of like what are the what are like the
1: influences behind that well I think I don't know there's much more of like a mature sound now with elements of the melody um and I think I never used to write lyrics before locking. like I well to be honest none of us ran a band before locking. you know so it well we we was but like we've all been together do you know what I mean yeah. um, so I think it's just maturing whatever that might be um I think my lyrics have become a lot more um, relatable rather just writing about anything and anything i sort of like to say how i'm feeling about stuff um and sort of try and try and make other people relate to it rather than just sort of come up with something that i think sounds cool it's sort of making it a bit more adding a bit of personality to it and sort of adding these signatures to uh to our sound that makes us us you know yeah sure Go on. Oh no,
0: no! Go on, carry on, mate. Go
1: for it. I was just going to say, as obviously Joe, as a new member of the band, what does he think of like Van Dross and what he's brought um, to that sound as well? Because obviously, I feel like we're in, in a new realm as well with the sound and a new era. And I think Joe, you can touch on Van Dross and what you think of like that sound and where that's going.
2: Yeah, I think it's got it us. Awesome. I mean, we we one of the first times we all got to get got together as like a, as as a five. We sort of, the first session, we, we, Josh was sort of floating about anyway. And then, like, well, we all sort of rehearsed it and it clicked together pretty quickly anyway. I think we all, we all have known each other for ages anyway. So it's not like, um, I'm a complete stranger, obviously. Ben is my brother as well. So we have that. But, um, yeah, just, it just came together really quickly, you know, and it just felt right. And the, we all sort of have similar music tastes anyway. So we all had sort of our own input and, and I sort of remember when we recorded it, I came, I came off of a flight from Spain and Ben was like, oh, we're in the studio. We need, can, we, can you come and do the guitar? And I was like, oh, yeah, I literally went straight from the airport <laughs> to the studio. It was a bit of a experience, I felt like a bit of a rock star, to be fair, but But um, no, well,
1: that was your first true experience of locking, getting off a plane and coming straight to the studio. I think that sums up the chaoticness a little bit of it all. But I think that's what makes it work so well. And um, as you touched on about us writing the song, literally, yeah, we did it in a, in a day. We're well, not even a day, like four, we do like four hour rehearsal sessions. We don't like to long it out too much because it just sort of, you go nowhere creatively. Uh, we'd rather short, intense session, but yeah, fell out of the sky, as they say. And um, since then we've wrote, we've wrote a whole bank of songs. And um, as you say, it's still locking, in, but we're definitely entering a new sort of era of sound um, I think it touches much more on the Aussie scene, um, and we've written a lot of fast songs before. Not to say the new songs are slow, but they're definitely different.
0: Mm, sounds uh, sounds really exciting. Obviously, uh, as a as, as a fan of the band, not just a you know, not just a sort of a mate of the band as well. It sounds very very exciting for me. But just also as well on on like the style side of things. Obviously mentioned there the sound, but. Also, as well, um, the your look as well was obviously also involved as well since like the, first, the very first single and since I obviously like got to meet you and stuff. So that also kind of like crosses over into I'm assuming into the creative style of, of, of what you're writing and recording as a band. So who then for, for all three of you really? Um, who like are your sort of um, you know stuff fashion style influences? <laughs> Should I start? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Harry Styles, over. Well, Yeah, well, it was quite evident that I like Harry Styles' <laughs> sort of look and not so much his look, to be honest with you, but we obviously share similarities. We love a pair of flares, but I'm more so the fact that I just respect the fact that he doesn't really give a fuck. That's more where I'm going with it and I think since we started, it's quite evident to see from the first pictures to now that it's sort of just got more and more and more myself, not more Larry. It has got more Larry, but it's not, it's not, that wasn't intentional. I'm just, I'm just
0: expressing, you know. Yeah, your twist type of thing on it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: And, And how about you, Ollie? What would, who you say is your sort of like style icon?
3: Um, I don't really have a an icon as such. I think it's it's only fairly recently that I've developed some sort of a fashion sense. Um, because I mean look Stop at the very icons. <laughs> <laughs> one of um one of our first photo shoots. I was in just like a an oversized black t shirt and some spray on jeans. And it's like I look back then, I think I could never fit into I put in a bit of weight as well, so I like to wear straight cut and oversized stuff anyway to cover it up. But I think I could never pull off like um Yeah, I can never pull off spray on jeans again anymore and it's just because I've developed and I've been a bit more brave about just trying stuff and like Benji says, just just don't give a fuck Like if I'm comfortable in it and I enjoy wearing that sort of stuff. Now, I'm not necessarily going to go out and and go completely wearing like, I don't know netted, fishnet, tops and stuff like that. 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 But I think it's, I'm very much open to just letting loose and just trying stuff and I'm not afraid to buy stuff and send it back if I don't like it. So, not necessarily, I've not got any icons yet and I'm sure i'm going to keep developing even over time but as it stands it's just i've finally de- developed some sort of a, an eye to for fashion i think but it's always it's going to develop as much as the band has i think and it's going to keep going and going as different different times in the band's life come as well i think
0: and uh, and how about you joe would you say you're a little bit more you know chilled out with the with the fashion compared to your brother um,
2: yeah it's 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 a difficult cuz i i feel like before i always used to dress i used to wear i like flowery shirts and paisley and i think i went through a pretty green phase at one point um but i think as 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 a band we all kind of dress similarly but we have there's some sort of individuality towards it and and i know me personally i'm a bit of an adidas fan and and i always have been and i still think i can find ways to fit that sort of um clothing style into stuff we wear today like uh, and um not not necessarily like your terrace wear and what you'd wear to West Ham and stuff and Stone Island and CP, but I still think I like throwing together an outfit which not might not necessarily be the usual outfit, but then it works with us and the colours we go for. And I can still put on a pair of Gazelles or something, and and and, and it and it works. And I think we all sort of have different yeah taste in clothing, but yeah, it seems to work. And like Sam 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 likes wearing his T-shirts with the with the logos and and, and, the, and the, the graphics on the front and stuff. And, and yeah, Benji's always got a one piece on. So um, I don't know how he goes for a toilet in him. That's <laughs>
3: I don't want to know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just don't follow him in. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so um, obviously you, you've um, uh, you've touched on it a little bit ago there about obviously Joe uh, coming into the band. Um, and, and I understand as well that you are looking for um, a keyboard player as well to to come and to come and join you as well. So, first of all, what has what has Joe brought into the band? Obviously, you've done also about two, three gigs I think, to think together now, plus plus rehearsals and stuff. So, what has Joe brought in in terms of like the sound of the band? Um, and also as well, what what are you hoping that like a keyboard player is going to be able to bring bring in bring to the band in terms of sound and but maybe like attitude and, and and that type of thing? Well, I think in the production
1: stage, we, we do subtly tend to add synth within our songs anyway. Not so much that it stands out and you notice, like a Blossoms, for example, yeah, yeah. but just enough to sort of, you know, fill a bit of a void in the layers that sort of just makes it complete. And I think that's what a keyboard player would bring, is just sort of that in terms of live, um but again it's sort of weird we've we've as i say joe's my brother and us boys have known each other since school so bringing someone in is just something that i don't know we just sort of want to happen naturally we don't we're looking for it and obviously you have to advertise for it um but we're not like we're not eager beavers and we're not like you know scratching to get a keyboard player in but in terms of joe bringing to the band i think a fresh writing style constantly sending us snippets of ideas and stuff like that whereas aggs is writing style is more look here we go i've got a bass line a guitar and a riff bring it to the table and then we'll unpiece it in the room and it'll be like okay well that doesn't really work i don't think so let's restructure that 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 and it's sort of we still write together in a room
3: yeah. but yeah
1: different writing styles and i feel like i'm definitely starting to write a bit more within the band as well but yeah as i say the new realm the new era and it's uh, it's good it's good fun
0: and, it, and and you're saying fun, and, and obviously I haven't got to see you since um, obviously since Joe you joined, but it looks like as well that you personally look like you're having the time of your life up there on stage.
2: Yeah, I think it's 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 always been a it feels like a I don't know I, I I've always been played music and I played guitar for years and I, I did do during uni I did my own thing and I did a bit of writing and I and stuff solo, but it just feels different when you're up there with 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 your mates and we just we I don't know you kind of forget when you get before you go up on stage get dead nervous and I'm like oh here we go and then and as soon as you get up there you completely forget about everything and I kind of forget that there's actually a crowd there and you're just up there with four other blokes and you're just having a having a having a time of your life and I think I probably concentrate more on making sure I don't spill over fall over the drink Benji spill because I think how many gigs have I done now I think I've done four or five I've done a few. And every time I've come (laughs) off stage with knee knee deep in beer or some form of (laughs) drink. Well,
1: what can I say? i I like to dance around a little bit.
2: When we we supported the Skinner Brothers in Bedford, and um, I remember it so clearly, and there's like a barrier in front and the guy was dancing with some other guy and his glasses fell off his glasses fell off his head but they landed straight in benji's pint like you couldn't have called it straight in <laughs> like, it like benji went to drink it or something and it was just a, just a pair of glasses in his glasses in his drink it was
1: random it was a that, was a, that was a great gig that one but yeah that was random nice and and and,
0: and, and just and sorry just talking there about um live gigs um Ollie obviously you mentioned it a little bit before. Um, obviously, the, the Great Escape Festival. Um, I think obviously I'm writing. Sam's the first time that you played there as a band. Um, so, when, what was what was that like um, being part of that? Obviously, you headlined it as well. Um, was, that, was that was that the first night that you headlined? I think um,
1: um, we, did. we we was we was third last on we subheadlined, and it was Roller and Rats after us, but. Um, but yeah, no, it was fucking sick. It was sick.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you remember much, but really. I've seen a um, couple of the promo videos he did for it with the, um, uh, you know, crowd surfing off of the uh, side of the stage and that. I mean, for you guys watching that, um, Oli, go,
3: um, I mean, what's that like? Just thinking, what what is he doing this time?
2: Yeah.
3: Um, I mean, Golly. Go I was going to say, it's kind of, second nature benji's going to stage dive at a gig i know he's just always says oh, i'm not going to do it this time i'm not going to do it this time but i think it's just in the moment it's i mean bright great escape was unbelievable it's, it's it was such a a prestigious festival and it's an honor to be a part of it that there's some other amazing acts there as well And being on sort of sub headline just before two other good bands as well it's like it's it's always an honor to go out and play especially in front of a crowd that i don't think there were many people there that actually were there for us it was a lot of punters that were going there just for the music and to be able to play in front of I don't know what was it 250 cap or something and it was pretty much full to the brim of people that were just engaging with us and you saw people dancing it's just and then I think Benji having the confidence I could never stage that I haven't got the balls to do that but I think Benji doing it to a crowd of people that have only just discovered us I think it just it's credit to credit to I think us as musicians but also crowds just being so reciprocating I think everyone's been gagging for live music again and it's nice to see that the it's not dead. The, the live music scene is not dead and it never will be and it's just getting bigger and better so it's nice to be part of it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, I think you boys, um, as I've said, I think you sort of like uh, are at the forefront really of, uh, you know, certainly on the, you know, the new music scene and that of that, you know, live music revival, I guess really, to be fair, obviously the, the live gigs whenever you play and you've just touched on there, whenever I've seen you live, it always seems to go off so, uh which is no bad thing in my book and it, I'm sure you guys must be buzzing off that every time you're up there on the stage.
1: Yeah definitely I think we're not your typical rock and rollers um, and I think when it comes to crowds with our type of music it might be a bit different to a band that's sort of really heavy and you can do that s- you could do this constant mosh pits and constant like jumping say um but to be fair a great escape I didn't plan on doing a crowd surf but I knew I was going to jump on that ledge I would always plan like or look at something and be like oh that might be quite fun to do or you know because I think I think if I was I always put my shoes in the in the in the crowd's perspective and like what would I like to see what would be fun right now and then um, Dylan Frost the front man of Sticky Fingers or just sticky fingers in general I think they've always got that element of surprise when they play live it's like they don't you, they don't know and you don't know what's going to
0: happen next Yeah, and yeah. That's, uh, I think that's something special Keep, certainly keeps everyone on their toes and I mean obviously um, the you know not just being part of festivals but obviously we've played uh, Omira and obviously uh, Nambuka in London obviously sold them out Um so what's that feeling like for you when you find out that, you know, we've put on another gig and it's sold out?
1: Oh, go on, I'll go. It's a buzz. It's a buzz. Definitely a buzz. And especially when you get up, get up there initially. But I think we always say this term on to the next and it's constantly in the back of our minds that we're always sort of striving for the next thing, though. Um, so as much of a buzz it is, that first song, and when you get onto that stage and your adrenaline's pumping, like, I know a great escape, but I lost my breath completely. I was running around like an idiot. Like, completely lost my breath, couldn't speak, couldn't say nothing. I had to stand there for a second and sort of laugh and be like, chill out, because <laughs> there's so many people in the room. But then, but then you you know, you get in the zone and you're, you're, you're a performer, you know, and you've got to do your job. That's at, the fore, that's at the forefront um, and just have fun, have fun. That is literally have fun. And um, yeah, think about the next thing after the show and what, what's next and what, what step do you want to take?
0: Yeah, sure. And, and obviously you've got uh, a couple of um, new gigs uh, that are lined up um, sort of next month. Uh, you've got your acoustic gig uh, over in, in Harlow, an area that i I know very, very, very well. Um, and also as well, full band gig um, in August. Well, I'm assuming it'll be an acoustic gig just a couple of you, but a full band gig, obviously, at Rewired Festival uh, in yeah, August yeah. Uh, with this feeling. So kind of like two different types of gigs, I'm, I'm sort of assuming. So what uh, for people that are going to be going along, um, what can they expect?
2: Go on, Joe, you take this one. Well, I mean... But I think Sun, sunset Shes, sunset Shes, sessions is one we've done before, yeah. um, and so I think it, it, it's nothing too similar to us what we usually do, but just a bit more a bit more chilled. Um, still the same songs and um, and that sort of thing. A few more a few more covers thrown in there as well for for the crowd. But um, yeah, I think I think one thing we said and I re- rewired is is. We we got a new set for this sort of summer um, period, and I think one thing we we definitely tried to work on was having not having uh, eight songs or whatever. It's 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 a thirty-minute set of just like different different components and and that sort of thing. We wanted to yeah, make sure yeah. that it's an experience for people from start to finish rather than having a break in between and and that sort of thing. So um, yeah, like it is, it is like a bit of a performance and rather than a, a collection of songs. But um, and we're looking forward to it. And I think Leeds, Leeds, I'm looking forward to playing Bridnell, Bridnell Club because I've always heard such great things about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So many I'm... massive, amazing artists have played there. Like, I think, I mean, we're all in Sam Fender at the moment, aren't we? And mm. we're going to see him in July at Finsbury Park and I think he's played there. And just, it's nice to see bands where they are now. And I mean, I watched this set at, at, at Gloucester and just thought like, with are sort of sharing sharing stages with people like that and that kind of kind of it's kind of surreal in a way i suppose
0: yeah yeah, yeah. And I, I can imagine as well probably like a like a proper a proper buzz and, and um just sort of talking there about other artists um for you come to you first Ollie on this who would um who would form your ultimate supergroup
3: oh I mean, I think in light of Glastonbury, just being re-exposed, I mean, the first time it's been on for, uh, what, three years or so? I think it's just seeing so many bands that are just blown I, I Unfortunately, I don't think any of us went, but it was just seeing them, even just, the, you can see it all through just a screen on an iPad or a TV or whatever. But it's just, there are so many bands out there at the moment, I think, have just blown everyone away since coming back. And I think Fender's got to be up there. Sound Fender has got to be there, whether he's on vocals or just some sort of backing of some description he's got to be there i think like joe touched on we're all loving him at the moment um and i think it's got to be me personally an element of spacey jane as well it's another another band that we're all massive fans of at the moment especially new albums coming out and it's just there's, there's so many bands but i'd say fender's got to be there i think he's just an unbelievable artist at the moment that has taken the world by storm um definitely got to be there yeah
0: yeah definitely and how about you benji is there Anyone you want to add on to this, into this super group?
1: We can have Fender and then it'll be, it'll be Bez. <laughs> Bez will be in there. <laughs>
0: Standard, he's got
1: to be in it, not he really? Got to be. I think it'd be unbelievable. Um, always, always loved um, Helders from Arctic Monkeys on Jams My It's absolutely, I'm real drummer. Um, and he's got all that personality to him as well. He's not just a geezer that sits at the back, you know. He's a he's a he's a he's a member of Arctic Monkeys. You know, do you know what I mean? Because he's yeah, he's got personality and he's a very good drummer. So that's you think of a lead guitarist, Joe add? Lead
2: guitarist, you know what? I back Sam Fender. So I just think he's an unbelievable guitarist as well. I know he can't play every part, but <laughs> <laughs> I think like when going back to the Glasgow thing and I, I stayed up till God knows what time watching Paul McCartney with, with my dad and he brought out Dave Grant and I thought that was brilliant. I'm a Foo Fighters fan but like when he brought Bruce Springsteen out. I thought I'd sort of went from here to up here again. Like, <laughs> I just, I've, I've only really sort of got into him recently um, and Sam Ben again sort of got me into that because I think he's a massive Bruce fan as well but um, all these sort of older artists who are actually it's like they're with playing the guitar and singing like that's their trade um to be fair
1: when um LG brought out John Squire at Nebworth, I think he's got to be an unbelievable shout as well like that was what a gig that was and yeah that was uh that was mad so having him on Lee guitar would be pretty special that's a pretty that's pretty mixed lineup to be fair (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then and then and then if, paddy um paddy from sticky fingers he's like some mad personality as well like, i remember when we went and watched them at brixton me and angus and uh he's just he's 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 constantly speaking to the crowd and like he's the one jeering everyone on and it's typically a front man that does that but yeah he just sort of jeers everyone on he whacked his sound guy around the head with his bass by accident uh he played the played the harmonica at one point i'm pretty sure oh no i think that was the drummer filling in but still like mad mad personality
0: yeah. <laughs> so uh as you say a very very mixed super group I, I would love to see that happen at some point in the future <laughs> maybe they can all get on a festival bill or, or something and, and make that happen for us but um you kind of just hinted there joe um previously about that you've kind of like got the new sort of set sorted out for this um uh, you know for the forthcoming gigs and stuff so I don't know if, if there is a cover song in the set list or not, but if there isn't, um, for each of you, really, what what one cover song uh, would you look to to sort of try and sneak in into the into a lock-in set?
2: Yeah, I don't know how much how much to give away, but no, we um, I think we I think the, the the songs we have covered we've been practicing in um, in in rehearsals are not like we've not picked songs that necessarily sort of fit our sound so and and trying different songs like Girls Aloud and people like that and if you you look at it and think actually no you wouldn't expect a sort of indie band to to play that and there's always that I mean I've loved Live Lounge ever since I remember being younger and having it on my iPod having like the Live Lounge sessions and yeah yeah listening to random bands covering I think in the, the the original ones they always used to just cover completely random songs and I think I, I, I'm a massive fan I don't know about the other boys but doing different things and that you wouldn't necessarily like still I mean my I, I'm trying oh. to think of the top of my head it slips my mind but just different I quite like I when I I like doing the mashups and the songs and song uh, people like James and the band James and stuff and different bands like that. Yeah, we like
1: it when, like, Tom Ogden, when he does My Favorite Room and he would go into, like, You're Gorgeous and um, what songs does he go into? And he says, like, uh, what's the Christmas? Last Christmas. Christmas. And, like, um, yeah, he just, we like that whole mashup idea. And obviously, Joe touched on Girls Aloud. We were, we're doing a cover of, we might as well just say, we're doing a cover of Love Machine. um, True. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just... We love, yeah, basically mixing it up and doing stuff that's not normal. Like, it'd be boring to cover Oasis. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, no. I've, I've, you know... I mean, obviously, as you know, I'm a massive Oasis <laughs> fan, so, uh, you know, uh, be careful, mate. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, you know, I think, to be fair, there is there is so many people that have, that have done it. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, yeah, why not mix it up? I mean, I... Um, I saw a band, uh, there a grunge band, uh, called the Blams. Um, hello, lads, if, you, if you're listening. Um, and I saw them a couple of years ago and they did a cover of, um, oh, it's gone, uh, hit, hit me baby one more time by Britney Spears. Yeah, that's kind of like out. what, like I wasn't expecting it, but to be fair, they pulled it off, they got the crowd going, so you know, yeah, why not, why not do something different? And it, you know, it's probably a, a bit of a talking point, um, as well, you know, like for the people that are, that are there watching, Oh, yeah, they you know, locking did this, you know, or whatever. So, um, yeah, hey, great, great choices. Um, I reckon, based on your answers so far, um, I think I've got a pretty good idea what the response is going to be to this next question, but uh, we'll we'll see whether that was right. So, if you could, each of you have 24 hours with any artist, past or present, who would it be?
2: Oof.
1: Um, I'm still sticking with Bez. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, okay, right, lovely. Yeah. And, how, and how about you, Joe? Um, that's a great question. I mean, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we, <do>. we try. <laughs> I think it it changes, but I mean, like, I think songwriting wise, anyway. And I know it's, a bit, it's all a bit up in the air at the moment with Catfish, but I mean, I think. In terms of my favourite band, Catfish has always been up there. And Van McCann, for me, is just sort of... I mean, there was one of the first gigs I ever went to back in 2014 was Catfish at Shepherd's Bush. And I remember just not really being that interested in bands, but seeing him perform live and just thinking, this bloke's just got... he Just for me, he had everything. He he wrote he writes the tunes and he was a great frontman. He plays guitar. And I've never seen a, a, a frontman with a guitar actually control the stage and the crowd so so much like him and to me for me yeah him and I was a bit bit of a shame at the moment that nothing's really happening with him but you don't know hopefully something will come out soon but um yeah that McCann for me
0: yeah absolutely it's did you say it's a very um bit strange what's gone on if they're meant to be supporting um stereophonics weren't they in um, yeah. Cardiff a couple of weeks ago and I think, I think it's just Van McCann left in it, I think, at the minute. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what's, what's going to happen there. Um, and how about you, Molly? Who, who would you like to spend
3: 24 hours with? Um, I'd say that there's a couple that I'm thinking of. I'm, I'm going to go a bit more way back when, way before I think I was even born. Um, I think definitely. Uh, but a band like the Beatles, for example, just being like as global and as massive as they were and just having like fans like being obsessed with you and just like experiencing it. I know it's obviously just having their music as well is second to none. It's so, it's classic and no one can deny how good the Beatles are and it's just been involved in that. But I think also I've got a guilty pleasure for Whitney Houston and I think it'd love to be a part of her and just sort of just being part of that. And I know it's a very different style to the music we've got at the moment, but I think it would just be, again, having such an amazing artist in front of you and just being part of it and just having people idolising a voice and just keeping people... I mean, getting going with How well I Know, but then also going with a few more of the subtle upsetting tunes. It's just like, it's just, I'd say the Beatles are one because how big they were, but also just for actual quality, pure quality and idolisation, I'd say Whitney Houston probably. We've oh. we got
1: different perceptions of what 24 hours is looking like with these people. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. those talking about writing with McCann, I'm thinking about going on the lash with Bez, to be honest with you. I mean, I mean, we can sit down and write a tune or two if you want to, but <laughs> go down the Queens, or something. I mean, when I was thinking there with with uh, Whitney Houston, I was just
0: thinking, at what point is Ollie going to ask Benji to sing that in, uh, you know, and get get that one of her songs in the set?
1: Yeah, see, I didn't know you had a guilty pleasure for Whitney,
3: mate. Fair play. I may, 100%. just as much as Taylor Swift.
0: Yeah, we'll leave that there. (laughs) And I must say, my what I thought you were all going to answer completely wrong, Um, but we'll leave that there. So, what is your, um, what would you say is your favourite pizza topping? (laughs) It's Definitely not pineapple. If anyone
1: does say pineapple, get in the bin, Ollie. You know, you're off you're um, off off Off. <laughs> in the bin uh, pizza no. topping I like we just go in dominoes sort of no,
0: you got anything
1: you want mate I mean there's multiple I like I like a meaty pizza uh, sausage sausage on my pizza is good uh, don't mind don't mind a bit of veg in there as well pepper tomato base though tomato base 100% no barbecue base for me Thank you.
2: Yeah. I, do you know what's mad? I can't remember the last time I had a pizza. But That's bullshit. It's not. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's it's uh, this temple of a body. No. Um, I, Pepperoni, uh, mate. Got to keep it simple. I do like a bit of red onion. Just, I think it just goes nice and everything. And if you don't really want something too hefty, Nice little bit. That's the only veg I eat, really. Apart from that, um, I don't really eat veg. No, um, can't can't go wrong with a bit. but that and a bit. Though, like as Ben said, pepperoni. I have that on everything. Um, yeah, I don't know. How he didn't say pepperoni. We have
1: pepperoni in the fridge. He has it on in paninis. <laughs> he has. He has pe- eats pepper, pepperoni on its own. I mean, each to their own, I guess.
2: Yeah. It's the same with Marmite, though. I'll have Marmite on everything. Yeah, maybe not pizza though. <laughs> I don't know. I to be fair, i probably have dip crust at uni. i definitely dip my crust
0: in marmite. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you, can't, you can't be a bit of marmite, to be fair. So that's that's all good, but I'm not sure about pizza. And uh, but Ollie, I'm guessing by Benji's reaction there that you're you're like myself, you do like a bit of pineapple on your pizza. So I'm reckoning. Um-
3: Yeah, ham and pineapple is staple, in my opinion, sweet and salty, but it's also, if you get a a pepperoni pizza, it just drips with grease. Ham and pineapple, it feels healthy. It's obviously not healthy, but it feels so much more healthy than having pepperoni because it doesn't drip with grease. But on the other hand, if you haven't tried the garlic spread at Domino's, I usually go pepperoni with an additional garlic spread. It takes it from here all the way up here. It's like garlic bread with pepperoni. It is good. So that is if I'm going. If I'm going healthy, ham and pineapple, which is normal. But otherwise, I'd go pepperoni with a garlic base, with a garlic spread. But yeah, it's a leap.
0: <laughs> ah, great choices. <laughs> I'm I'm going out with olive, ham, and pineapple pizza after this. I'll see you all later. <laughs> I would. I would not complain.
3: Would not complain.
0: <laughs> and uh, well, we're going to stay with a uh, continue with the food theme. Um, so, what is your favorite flavor of crisps?
1: Mm. Flaming hot monster munch. Oh,
0: I love a bit of monster munch. Yeah, monster munch,
1: unbelievable. Any monster munch, but I like a pickled onion. But flaming hot for me at the minute, just elite. Yeah, <laughs> Ben.
2: <laughs> but for for me and Ben, I think we we have grown up. Whoever's been on special offer in Tesco's is the <laughs> is the crisp, crisp good choice in the in the league house. But <laughs> um, I'm I'm a, I'm a fan. <laughs> no, yeah, if <laughs> mum, if you're listening, sorry. No, um,
0: <laughs> we're clipping this out, don't worry. <laughs> Especially. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh,
2: they, uh, I like a knick knack. Me
0: can't go wrong. Hold oh, Scott! Wow, because, yeah, I haven't seen them in
2: years. Yeah. The the orange flavour, like the spicy flavour. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. good. All oh, rib ones, to be fair. I'm easy, but they're good. They are good. Nice.
0: How about you, Ollie?
3: Um, I say I've got three. Sour cream and onion Pringles. also one, mate. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm giving you three. Three for the price of one. Sour cream and onion Pringles. Barbecue, Texas barbecue, whatever they are, big hula hoops. Um, And it's it's rogue, but I don't, I think they do in most shops, but salt and pepper combo mix. It's like all the long tubes and like the little wagon wheel kind of shape ones. They're in like M&S and Asda and... Oh, yeah. M&S. <laughs> oh, here we go. But, no, I've got, no, got some from... It's all coming Aldi out yesterday. now, isn't it? i got some from Audi doing them as well. I got some from Audi the other day, all right? They they weren't oh, quite as good as them, oh,
1: but... He's going from M&S to Audi down
0: here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's going on there?
3: There are
0: one other brand, supermarket brands, in the middle then too as well, so... <laughs> <laughs> and um is uh, is Jaffa cake a cake or is it a biscuit
3: And god Sam's not on it tonight he would he wouldn't give you a scientific explanation for <laughs> it <laughs>
2: there, is, there is a real answer to this isn't there but it is
3: legally a cake I think oh,
2: it is a cake
3: it's got I think legal, a cake. Samway says legally it's a cake he's got a whole dictionary definition of why it's a cake and not a biscuit it's a tax reason or something.
1: I don't look too much into these things, to be honest. I'll put it in the gob and eat it. <laughs> but it's
0: <Yeah>. a, cake. <laughs> a cake. cake. It's in the cake section and it? it's called a cake. You know. But hey ho. So, obviously, just, just stepping away from food from, for from, from a minute there. Obviously, we, we touched on it earlier. Obviously, you're all, all big West Ham fans or sorry. I should say, massive West Ham fans. Um, what what are your what, what do you think would represent? Obviously, had a uh, sorry, had a great season last year. Obviously, semi-finals of the Europa and and then obviously seventh uh, in the league. What uh, what would you say are going to be like the ambitions? What would represent for you guys like a a, a good a good season? You know, for, for the forthcoming season.
1: I think, I think keeping hold of Declan Rice would be our first ambition but at the minute that's looking fairly likely. We look like we're going to make a few signings. We've made obviously the sign of that centre-half. I'm not going to bother to try to pronounce his name. Mark, how do you pronounce his name? Agred? Agred. Yes, he looks good. And, you know, we've been interested in other players so that's a great sign. And if we do sign the players that we are interested in, I'd look, well, I should hope we'd get Europe again. Yeah. Uh, obviously I'm um, uh I'm actually excited for the conference league. Um obviously anyway get through the first sort of few games, which we will do. Um, because just the buzz of going away in Europe last last summer, well this summer, last season, is it was just unbelievable. And as I say, some of the people we've met um because of that, it's just it's just class. Just going away is just brilliant. So if we can get Europe again, just to carry on that buzz would be unbelievable.
0: Great stuff. And, um, and what would you say, uh, Ollie, in terms of, I gave okay, you a choice you could win one of these, uh, the Europa Conference League or the FA Cup?
3: I'd say the FA Cup, personally. Tradition, I like it. I like it. Yeah. I think, because I feel like the, the Conference League, it, with the quality that we're going, we can do it again and we can hopefully get it again and again and again. But the FA Cup coming up against City and all that, the other teams, I think, Seven true, is easier true. to qualify than winning the FA Cup. Um, and I think, even no disrespect to the two clubs that got to the final, but the last the Europa Conference League final was not full of very much quality and no one seemed to be better than the other. But I think if we signed the right people, we could storm it. But I'm not going to jinx it. So I say <laughs> FA Cup.
0: And how about you, Joe? Do you think this year that we this could be the year where we maybe have a more sustained, um, you know, season in terms of? maybe getting into the Champions League place he's always at maybe a step a step beyond us still at the moment it's, 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 a, it's a tough one I think with the season we had last
2: last season I remember I, we all talk about it still now I remember when we played Man City in the cup and we went to penalties and it was right at the start of the season I remember talking to it was me my dad, Benjamin and my granddad we all go together all looking at each after just like what the hell is happening we beat Tottenham and then um, it sort of just was onwards and upwards, and you, you'd hope we sort of carried on. And I don't think we should get ahead of ourselves too much. So it, it doesn't happen overnight, does it? And well, it'd be nice to nice to go. Oh, let's let's go for Champions League, or but I, it'd be nice to win some silverware, wouldn't it? And I think to get that under the belts first, anyway, and go from there really. But yeah, we'll
1: just happen. win them all. We'll win the Conference League and the FA Cup, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that would
3: be the dream,
0: wouldn't it? I'd absolutely love it. Obviously yourselves, apart from a uh, Inter Toto Cup and a couple of playoffs, and then obviously the uh, the massive Betway Cup. I don't think I've actually seen West Ham. You know, that's all I've seen as wins. It would be nice if we did get a. Uh, you Know a bit of major silverware under our belts. Um, but obviously going going back to uh it's obviously the band that's obviously why we're here today. Um so, what, so, what's, like, <laughs> so what's like what's next then for locking? I mean obviously you've got um you've obviously got a couple of live gigs coming up and and obviously it's it's fairly evident um if, if you know if I didn't already realise it, how like the passion that you've got for playing live. Um is there is there like maybe a, a potential for a tour? Maybe in the pipeline, like later on in the year, new P, uh, sorry, EP, new single. What, what, yeah, what, what are the plans?
1: I think so. Starting from Friday, we got we're going back to our school where we all went to school, um, and we're doing like their like festival after sports day. And we're going to do like, and it's basically going to be the start of a of a documentary that we're filming throughout this summer. That's sort of going to encapsulate. And, and show people what lock-in really is. As for live shows and things like that, obviously we've got Truck Festival, um, and hopefully by the end of the year, we'll be traveling about doing some touring. But yeah, we've got this VHS, and we're gonna be capturing this summer, and we're just getting our heads down and writing, because I think we had such an intense first year. Obviously we spoke about two headline shows, West Ham, um, and it all flew at us pretty quickly. And I think now's a good time to reflect and look at what we've done and build in this new era. And we're already writing songs. So hopefully we'll have plenty of new tunes coming for you very, very soon, which we've got some naughty stuff in the bag, Mark.
0: <laughs> <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. I, I, well, I, I can't wait. Tour VHS videos, whatever it is, I, I want it now. Um, and <laughs> so, yeah, so lads, um, that is... Unfortunately, the end of the podcast, I feel that like I could sit here all night chatting to you. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I don't want to take up all your time. And I know, Benji, that you're massively into your love island. And I can see that starting <laughs> a bit. So uh, speak of it, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I've heard. Um, but obviously, massive, <laughs> massive... <laughs> uh, a massive thank you for coming on. Um, I've absolutely loved every minute of this. Um, and obviously as, as i said to you all before you're welcome to come back on um, Hey, we appreciate your support so much you always you know from
1: the start you've you've been the first person that sort of really supported us and stuck out to us and you're still there still going strong and we'll uh together we'll get to that typically top mate so thank you for having us we really appreciate it
0: oh no the pleasure the pleasure is all mine and uh thank you very much um again and, and maybe you'll be the first band to get the, uh, you know, the hat trick, uh, the hat trick, well, I can't play ball because that's someone else who does that, uh, but you know, <laughs> hey, who knows? Um, but just before you all go, uh, can you just let the, the listeners know uh, where they can find you on social media?
1: So you can find us on Instagram, locking underscore band. Stams Madness on Twitter at uh, Lockin Band, I think it is. And then obviously if you just search into Facebook, Lockin, Lock Dash In, Spotify Lock Dash In, you'll find us. I don't think there's one other band called Lockin, who've taken the the domain of Lockin band. So we're Lockin underscore band, unfortunately. But yeah, that's where you can find us. Wow
0: we know we know who number 1 is that's all I'm going to say <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you uh, haven't already realized uh, locking our plane uh, the uh, sunset sessions in harlow uh, in essex on the 30th of july um, and also playing at the garage in london on august 14th at rewired festival i will see you free, uh, and the other two down the front i would imagine um thanks to everyone who has tuned in to the latest this is the music means podcast don't forget to hit that subscribe button and receive the latest podcast straight to your preferred listening provider lock in lads Thanks once again for coming on. You're all absolute legends. Uh, And as I say, I will see you down the front at one of them gigs, I'm sure of it.
1: I'm sure we'll see you there, Mark. Thanks for having us, mate. Really appreciate it. Cheers
2: for having us, mate. Thank you, mate.